Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending upon where you are in the world at this time. This is a global radio show, and we have listeners from all over the world. My name is Daryl Thornton Sr., and on behalf of T25CL Entertainment, Galaxy Talk Radio, I'd like to welcome you to our radio show, and it's entitled, In This Place. Well, listeners, today we will be discussing the spirit of giving. We are going to complement the season and the reason for the season with just that. I believe it's going to be a very, very powerful show. Um, but firstly, I'd, uh, I'd like to introduce to you uh, my co-host to my left. We have the very unique Deacon Brian Carter. Hello, Deacon Brian Carter. What are your thoughts on today's show? Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, good evening. Good good morning, wherever you might be. And welcome to In This Place on Galaxy Talk Radio, sponsored by T25CL Entertainment. Um, this is this is the season for giving, and um, we I hope we have a, a great conversation on how we can how how we can. Uh, get our children to understand that this is not just the season to get. It's the season also of giving. So let's dive into it. Okay, great. Great. That's absolutely great. Uh, also, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to my right our other co-host, the very spiritual Deacon Ronald Brook. What's up, Deacon? What are your thoughts today, young man? Well, good afternoon, good evening, and season's greetings and blessings to everyone. And um, I think, um, again, this is just a a very important show, very important topic as we um, kind of delve into uh, really what the holiday spirit is all about. Um, and, and most times we find that um, when we really open up our mind and open up our dialogue about these things, we, we find out that things aren't really what we might have might have thought they were all along. And um, and as we really talk about the true spirit of Christmas and the true spirit of the holiday season, um, I'm sure that, that at the end of it all, we'll find that the blessing is really in the giving and not in the receiving. But we'll chop that up a little bit more. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you know, Deacon Brooks, I love when you use that uh, that verbiage, um, we'll, we're, we're going to chop that up. It, it makes me think <laughs> about we're just going to throw all of this rap, man, all of this conversation in the blender and put it on chop. Chop Absolutely. it up and have it come out. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's that's fantastic verbiage that you use. And make um, some dialogue, <laughs> some dialogue goulash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. Uh, so it can be uh, readily received, place it on the table. Um, you, you know what, guys? I was actually thinking um, 
was thinking about this, and I was actually thinking about this while we were on the uh, Galaxy Chief show. The spirit of giving. Um, he had a absolutely wonderful guest on. I thought she was awesome. Um, you know, like minds, uh, I want to say think alike, and it's always great when you can put like minds together. It's like when we're in church and we're fellowshipping. Um, you know, we have like minds. It's good to worship, and you can worship in your home. You know, my father's a pastor, and he tell, used to tell me all the time, you don't really have to go to church, but you should go to church and worship the Lord. And when you get there, um, and our choir director, Ricky, says it's also, um, you have like minds and, and, and fellowshipping. Um, brings these minds together. And and so while I was on uh, Andre's show and he had this wonderful, awesome guest, I was just thinking how we think alike. Uh, she's a strong advocate of, of, of the youth, and not only the youth, the others, and, and others, I should say, um, empowering them, uh, making them become powerful and making them move on in life. And uh, I, I was just thinking that uh, with uh, the spirit of giving, what exactly is the spirit of giving? Um, what does the spirit of giving really mean? And, and what, about, what are our youth and others learning from it? And you know what, guys, I came up with the, the spirit of giving is really, it, it's an individual um, thing. And it, 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 what I came up with is myself individually is that the spirit of giving is the way or attitude that one gives. It's not only, you know, just giving something tangible. So, therefore, you can uh, experience the spiritual spiritual gift of giving in many ways. And this is what God has given us. Uh, Brother Deke, I know you're going to jump on this because I'm talking about not only giving tangible gifts or giving the gifts, the gift of your time, which is what Deacon Carter said earlier, or giving monetary gifts, including tithing. Uh, but giving emotional gifts um, and gifts of happiness. And I, I also think, and then I'm going to throw it out to you guys, the blessing of having the spirit, uh, the spirit of giving, uh, it, it, it's just that. It's a blessing. And whatever you give, uh, not only does it make the receiver of the gift happy, but it makes you happy as well. What do you guys think? Well, I definitely agree with that. And, um, Again, when when you talk about you, you said a key word um, when you were talking about attitude. You know, mm-hmm. um, our, the 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 attitude of our giving um, is so important um, because, that, as we know, when when we're talking about you know, and and this is a, a, a separate subject, but we can kind of tie it in. You know, um, when we talk about the Lord loves a cheerful giver, right? Yes. And and, um, yes. and we all we often <clears throat> you know, only equate that to our tithes and offerings in church. But if we look at it um, on a broader sense, it really speaks about um, our attitude when giving, you know, now mm-hmm. whether it's given our time or whether it's given money or whether it's given, um, you know, gifts or, or whether it, it's, you know, helping somebody out is, is always the, the attitude of the giving um, that that when you're doing it from your heart, um, mm-hmm. I believe that that you that's the true blessing of it is is when you have that attitude and that mind to give and whatever it is that you're given that you're you're giving it from your heart and you're not doing it begrudgingly, um, mm-hmm. then then that is the true essence of of the blessing. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And 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 I think that uh with regard to giving uh something tangible, physical or monetary giving, as we said again, um puts me in the mind of tithing and um just helping others. You know, when we when we pay our tithes and offering I'm sorry, offering, then we are helping others because we're helping our church. And in help, helping our and, and 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 God says that we need to do this. And in helping our church, we're helping our people. Our our, our people are, are our congregation, and uh, we need that church, and we need that building, that sanctuary, and all other parts of the church, uh, so that we can attend. But I was thinking that, um, like you said, the the true meaning of giving, I, I think, is receiving. I think this this is what we need to teach our youth. I think in giving that you truly receive, and if uh, I, I just had I had a picture in my mind that if you open your hands to give something physically or a, monet, a monetary giving or something tangible, if you open your hands to do that, then your hands are also left open to receive as well. Uh, so, I mean, guys, how many times have we uh, blessed someone with our with with money? I know we talked about this before. I know Deacon Carter is always helping people, um, and he helps them in a big way. I'm the type of guy that I'll see someone on the street and I'll have a conversation with them, you know, and I'll just I'll throw them a couple of dollars. I think I need to have that conversation with them, make sure they're not trying to get high. Or, or or do this or that with that money. But how many times have we blessed people that way? Uh, and that blessing has come back to us ten times fold. The Lord has blessed us back um, with some of the things that we really need as well. Hallelujah. What do you think about that, uh, Deacon Carter? Well, you know, um, first off, I, I do I do agree with what you said initially, you and, and uh, Deacon Brooks both, and I just want to say hello to um, our Galaxy Chief. Um, yes, sir. Um, I, I believe that um, giving does, is not just a monetary thing. Giving could mm-hmm. be of your time and of yourself. <laughs> and how do we, how do we, as men, we'll say that first, as men, pass this message along to our youth that, you know, it's time for the selfishness to stop. As we were talking about on the on the other program. Um, in um, with the Galaxy Talk uh, chief and Miss Arnold, Miss Arnold, Doctor Arnold was talking about giving back to the black community. How do we get our youth to understand that it's time for us to draw back from always wanting and, and always wanting what's what's out there for the for the Caucasian community and thinking that we they that they need that and trying to get them to realize that they, as black people, need to get back to the black people what they're, what they're learning. What do you think about mm-hmm. that? I don't know mm-hmm. if I said that correctly, and Galaxy Chief, you can help me with that if I said that incorrectly. Well, I, I always feel that there's power in giving. There's, there's power when you have the ability to give rather than receive. And it does, you can just look at 
on television. Look at athletes and entertainers and those who have the ability to donate uh, food or monies to the less fortunate in in the communities, and then they get a lot of publicity behind that. Then they get to be a, a, a talking point person behind that on various forums because when you're in that type of financial position to give, it's a much better thing than have to be in a position to receive. And when you're in that position where you have to receive, now you've got to send out, you've got to beg, you've got to be able to convince somebody to give you something and when you're going to give it back to them or just give it to you without wanting it back in return. It's not a good predicament to be in. But if you are, are, are blessed and truly blessed to that point, Whereas you can give out food, you can give out clothing, you can give out toys, and you can give these things out in your name, that is such a great position to be in. It's more fortunate to be able to give than it is to receive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh... Brother, Brother Andre, I, I really appreciate that. You're absolutely right about that. Um, I, I, I just want to, like, swing real quick because I noticed that we have a couple of phone calls. I think we have North Jersey. I need to pull that back up. North Jersey, are you there? You have a question or comment? Um, Brother John? Yes, sir. Oh, this is Brother Gordon. How you doing, sir? Hey, hey, Reverend Gardner, how you doing, my brother? I'm so happy that you're on the line today because we are yeah, talking about the spirit of giving. I'm sorry? I said we are talking about the spirit of giving, um, oh, yeah, and okay. I'm so happy that you're on the line today because yeah. we were talking about um, giving in many different forms, tithes, you know, your tithing, uh, your time, uh, what do you think about the spirit of giving, uh, Reverend Gardner? I think it's great. Uh, spirit of giving is great. And however, on the other hand, uh, I hate to be <laughs> a little bit on the negative side, but okay. sometimes you just can't give people stuff. People uh, these days are so choosy uh, what they want, what you can give, what you can't give. I mean, for instance, um, before we, we moved um, down to Georgia, we had stuff to, to give away to people, and good, mm-hmm. good stuff, even clothes. You know, and they said, "Well, you know what? Are you going to bring it to me? Uh, you know, that kind of are you? Uh, what size is? It, what brand is it? You know, so you know what you, you want to give people, but the same token. Uh, so let me get back to you, all right, John? Hold on, I'll get back with you a second. Okay, my oh, wife calls. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna comment on that. <clears throat> I'm gonna comment on that because uh, uh, Reverend Gardner made a point there. And even though we all give with our heart, we all give our time, we all we all give uh, happiness uh, to others. And, and, and when you, at, at least myself, when I give my time and when I do counseling and when, when I just convey information, okay, information. Oh, okay. Let me I'm just back. finish this thought. Let me finish this thought and I'm going to get right back to you because I was just okay. saying that you make a great point, Reverend Gardner. Uh, even, and I'm just going to cut it in half and say even in the church, 
when we have clothing drives. I have right. actually been there um, when I donated some uh, some suits, you know, because I lost weight, praise God, and uh, yeah. donated some suits. And, and people, when I'm seeing people, I don't know uh, if you guys, uh, Deacon Carter and, and uh, Ron, have seen this also, pick over the suits and make comments about the yeah. suits. And say, man, this is, how could somebody give this suit? And I'm looking at this suit, and I'm saying, this is a nice suit. Um, and they're saying, oh, man, I can't believe this. Oh, this is uglier. You shouldn't do that. You know, it, no. it, it kind of uh, takes away from the spirit of giving. Uh, please continue, Reverend Gardner. Yeah, and I'm just going to make it quick on that. And, 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 and so even though you want to give, but, uh, again, to go back to the, your, your thing before, uh, about the entitlement, uh, people. Mm-hmm. We have been so the, the entitlement thing has been so big to, to the point where um, even Christmas, um, uh, we was glad when Christmas time come. Now they don't care about Christmas that much because they get so much during the year, and then because they get so much during the year, uh, you get a little picky. I mean, if, if you're not spending over a hundred dollars or you're not giving uh, some kind of um, a technical toy or phone or something, you really didn't give anything. Like my my grandson, uh, he only want um, uh, name brand stuff. He want, uh, uh, what's the true religion stuff? Or, you know what I'm saying? So I said, okay, that's what you want. Somebody's going to buy it for you because I'm not going to do it. I'm going to give you what I can see. You know, Reverend Gardner, you, you bring up an interesting point, and I was going to mention this um, a little bit later, but since we're right there, um, perfect segue. I was watching something online um, last week, and they showed a video of this young girl who um, her mom and dad, I guess they had bought her a car. So they showed her sitting in the back of, of, of her mom and dad's. Uh, they had like an SUV. She gets out of the SUV, and they're telling her, hey, surprise, you know, we got you this car. She walks out, looks at the car, looks around walks back to the car, gets in and slams the door. So the mom and dad are saying to her, like, what's the matter? What's the matter? You know, it's paid for. You won't have a car note, this and that. But but the young lady was so ungrateful, you know, mm-hmm. that I guess it wasn't it wasn't the type of car that she felt that she should have, you know, that, that she was very upset and, um, you know, and, and didn't want to receive the gift that was being given. So to Reverend Gardner's point, you know, um, you, you do have some people who, who, you know, don't know how to receive a gift right. or, or something mm-hmm. that is given to them. Mm-hmm. 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 That's, a, that's a really good point. I mean, you have people that cannot even accept compliments. Sometimes you'll give, you'll give again, that word giving, um, it will exchange pleasantries in an appropriate manner. Uh, you'll give a compliment, and that compliment will fall as flat. Uh, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking of aspect now, as the uh, um, look on their face. You know, they'll look at you in this very flat manner, and just keep it moving. You know, yes. but, but, but I mean, that that's really cool, man, uh, Reverend Gardner, that you brought that up because the spirit of giving is supposed to be a real. Um, uh, it's a gift from God. I'm going to read yes. some scriptures a little later. But mm-hmm. there's also the opposite side of the coin, and there are also there, there are always individuals who uh, need to take uh, or learn lessons 
with regard to the spirit of giving. And I like and I like to speak about our youth, but it's not only our youth. It, mm-hmm. It's just individuals in general. So right. what are some of the things our youth and others can learn from the spirit of giving? Anyone? Well, you know what, again, it, it, listen, when you... When you grow up in grew up in, a, in the right home, that you're taught to appreciate stuff, it's easy to receive or even to give. But when you again, when you when you grew up in, grew up in a home and you always get everything you want, or you always get the best, or or you know things like that, then there's another exception to the home where where uh, kids of uh, like for instance, um, I, I'm I'm kind of I have this thing where I see little kids. When I, let me let me go back this way. When I was a little boy, young man, young 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 fella, uh, I was glad to get a dime or a quarter or something like that. You know, I, I would, if somebody offered me some, some change, I'd be so happy, excited, and uh, mm-hmm. and of course things have changed now. You do you do have to be careful, but now you, you know you try to give uh, uh, some kids some um, some change or something or even a dollar or something because they used to somebody give. You know, it, it just you. Now I have a big heart. I give people. I I, I bless people. <clears throat> like my former church there, Community Baptist. Every like I said before, every year the Lord laid on my. I would pick three mothers in the church, and I would give them a um a, like a donation of some some money in a card. This one from my heart because I I remember when I didn't didn't have. I remember one time that I I, I would so I asked the Lord to give, to bless me where I can give. I said, give me, ask the God to, to bless me with an overflow. Or overflow means mm-hmm. that you can mm-hmm. always give, have something to give somebody. But if you ask God for uh, to bless me, my forward no more, then you never mm-hmm. have enough to give anybody. But I ask the Lord for overflow. So I'm always able to help somebody. And, and I'm always looking to help somebody uh, else. Because what happened, I remember those days when I couldn't give. I didn't have. I, I wanted to give. But but go, go back to your point. It's just, so the thing is that, they also they one has to be trained. One has to be trained, has to be nurtured how to receive and have to give because either one, if you're missing the ingredient, either one of them, you're gonna miss it. So a lot of time, uh, I'll go back to our young people, they don't know how mm-hmm. to receive. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't know how to give because many times they've they've been in a home where they get what they want or or they're told that you know you don't have to receive that. And so you know, it, it's a very it's a very difficult thing. Uh, it's, it's a topic that is very, very, it's a very big topic because what happens, giving and receiving goes together. But then again, yes, it does. I have to have the heart to want to give. Also, I need a heart to receive and realize that listen, even <coughs> if I don't want it, take it anyway. Mm-hmm. And then if mm-hmm. I if I can't uh, use myself, give to somebody's police, they say always take something when somebody gives you something. Receive it in a way. If you can't use it, receive it, and you can always do something with it later. But, you know, unfortunately, these days of time, we're taught different. If you don't want it, mm-hmm. just say no, and that's it. <clears throat> and done with that. I mean, you know what? You're so right about that, uh, about that, uh, Reverend Gardner. And this has been going on for a very, very long time. Um, I remember, uh, I'm not going to mention any names, uh, but I remember. Um, you know, giving someone, uh, my wife and I giving someone uh, some roses. Uh, they, it was a family member. <clears throat> it was her immediate family member. Um, and, uh, you know, for some for some things that she had done. And 
you know, we had come back to her house, and we actually saw the roses in the garbage. So she wow. threw them away. So and, and, and my wife just, she started crying, you know, and I, I can't blame her. You know, I couldn't blame her at the time, and I still don't blame her. You know, since that time, whatever it was has been repaired, but at that particular time, it was devastating. So you don't even know how to receive a gift. I, and if there's an issue, let please speak on it. Uh, we would have never given her flowers. We would have uh, resolved anything uh, that needed re- to be repaired at that particular time prior to doing so. Um, but she never spoke on anything. All we did was found the flowers in the garbage, and we since discussed it and resolved it. But that was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, un- really, really unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what? Uh, again, this has been going on for a long time. Uh, you yeah. made a good point about uh, just receive it. Receive it. And giving, there's re- the, 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 the true meaning of giving is receiving. And, and just receive it. And, if you, and, and I, I'm a firm believer. I agree with you. I don't know if everyone else agrees with me, but I agree with you. If you cannot use it, then um, um, give it to someone who can use it. Um, right. It's been going on for a long time, and they finally come up with a name for it. It's called regifting. It's called right. regifting now. But uh, they didn't have that uh, before, and, and people just sat it around their house and then eventually uh, got rid of it. Uh, you know, we, we, we really need to understand what true uh, giving is. And, and uh, you know, I, I have to get back, you know, to my spiritual component and my spiritual side and, and, and say that the Lord, uh, you know, ha- has given us the Holy Spirit and, and the blessing of love yes, that, right. that has been given to us. And he wants us to love everyone. And, right. and you know, like, let's be realistic. You know, we, we all have enemies. But um, right. and and we may not feel for them, but we pray for them. So you know that that's another gift. You know the gift of love, and I'm gonna throw it out to you, uh, Deacon Carter, uh, because we freely want that, and we freely give it back. You know whether it's our spouses, our children, our families, our friends, such as Reverend Gardner, who's who, Reverend Gardner. I'm gonna give you some props. Who who you have given me the gift of friendship. We hit it off yeah. immediately with this conversation we had during one of our, uh, uh, I, I, I want to say, sessions with uh, Pastor Taylor. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we were fellowshipping at a time. But I, I praise God for that and, and, and for such a true blessing. Uh, but just the gift of our, our, our uh, love for our children and families. And, and Brian, I got to throw it out to you because I know how you feel about your family, man. I mean, you know, talk to me, man. Well... Here's the thing. Um, I agree when you when you talk about regifting. Back mm-hmm. in the day, when when uh, <clears throat> when we were giving gifts or when our parents were giving gifts, we kept those things in the house just in case somebody came by who gave us the gift, and you know we could we could have it on display so that they would feel they would feel the love from out of from out of from coming from us that we mm-hmm. actually appreciated their gift. You know, mm-hmm. nowadays, you know, like when you say re-gifting, and I do think we all do it. As a matter of fact, somebody gave me something, and it, it's actually it's a, a recipe binder. And, you know, and I have plenty of recipes that I could put in there, but rather mm-hmm. than, rather than, than, than use it myself because I know I'm not going to use it, mm-hmm. I'm going to re-gift it and give it to someone else, my, my, my sister-in-law, 
who I know loves to cook, who would probably be more appreciative of it. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving it away because I wouldn't use it or because I don't like it. I'm giving it away because I'm giving it to somebody who I think would be more appreciative. And that's what we were talking about last week <clears throat> with children of when they when they have. And now that we're we're in the Christmas season and. The, the children have these lists of all the things they want. Well, we discussed last week about taking the children to their toy closet and picking out things that they haven't used in in a year or don't have, don't need anymore, and having take, having them boxed up or bagged up, and have taken the child with us to Salvation Army or wherever we go, and, and have them experience what it's like to give something to someone else because you're not using it and you don't need it, instead of always asking for something, maybe down the road they'll, they'll, they'll say, well, Mom, maybe, like say March, maybe like in March they'll come to you and say, Mom, there's stuff here I don't use. How about we take this stuff and give it away? That's a way of teaching. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's a good point. And uh, I just want to hit on this with uh, Reverend Gardner and uh, Deacon Brooks and, and Brother Andre, because, and you know, call, we need... call around from Alabama. I, is that you, Reverend Gardner, east and north no. Alabama? No, no that's I, someone I'm, else. I'm, I'm in Georgia. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, because I, well, I, I, I had noticed that before, and then you came on, and I don't see you on the board. But anyway, so Alabama, are you there? Do you have a question or comment? I am here, but I don't have a question or a comment. Hi, hi, well, John. Sabrina Lambert. Sabrina, how are you? I'm great. Wow. How are you? I'm fantastic. Oh, praise God. I'm so glad that you called in. Okay, so please continue to listen, and if you have a question or comment, oh, we'll come back to you later and let us know, okay? Okay. Great, 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 great. Um. So I wanted to speak with uh, uh, speak speak with um, uh, uh, Deacon uh, Ron Brooks, Brother Andre Ward, and Reverend Gardner, because we need to not only be cognizant of the spirit of giving within this particular season, and I'm going to, Brother Andre, you know I have, I'm, I'm, I have all these thoughts in my head. Uh, with, with with regard to this season, but we need to speak on the spirit of giving throughout the entire year, upon year, upon year, <laughs> and we need to take it uh, out like like uh, our, our pastor tells us, take take it outside the church. We need to take the spirit of giving outside of our house, take yeah. it in, into the communities, um, yeah. and we need to uh, we need to water it, we need to feed it so it can grow. So we need to. Uh, um, we need to talk about the spirit of giving uh, with regard to unity, okay, of our people, because there are some separations with regard to unity in our people. And that's why, Reverend Garden, Gardner, there's some uh, dissension within the church um, with regard to giving. Um, so we take it outside within the society and, and take it outside to our black people, um, and 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 uh, I, I want to somehow, Brother Andre, I want you to connect this to our black businesses with regard to unity, because we have individuals who are starting black businesses, but brother and brothers and sisters, 
sometimes our own people are not patronizing these uh, these businesses. Brother Andre, please talk to me about this, man. Well, yeah, we kind of talked about it this morning on the show, and you know, and, and I made the point that you know when we start our businesses, it usually comes out of the construct of our life experience. This, and especially like with filmmakers, and that's why I brought up the example of John Singleton and also uh, Spike Lee, and to mm-hmm. others who love to maybe cook food, whether it's the so-called soul food or barbecue, whatever. It just comes from our traditions and, and what we have learned in our family unit uh, historically, especially those of us who have the, the southern roots. And then you have us who may be architects, engineers, accountants, whatever. Now, the thing of it is, we have the expertise and knowledge to start these businesses, but now it comes into marketing and promotion. Now, let's make it clear-cut and clear about black-owned business. Black-owned business simply means that a black person or a black group owns that business. But that does not necessarily mean we only want the black business. That right. we only want black business. We want white, yellow, red, brown. We want all business. But um, just because we call ourselves black-owned. But the thing of it is, we do expect our own people to support that business. Black people should be your hot market for a business when you start that business. And so it should be with friends and relatives, your church members, uh, fraternities, sororities, alumni, whatever it may be. We start there. And then what, and I've always said too, the process of duplication. Mm -hmm. Like on our talk shows, if we have four people, five people on the shows, then okay, bring us uh, one more person the next week, and that person brings us another person. Same thing with listening to uh, our, our music radio station. Listen to it and tell other people about our radio station. We want the word to get out by word of mouth. United We Stand, our film, the one we have so much compassion for because we created that film ourselves with our own monies, our own uh, 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 technologies, our own knowledge about film, with our T25CL artists, and so we do these things ourselves. And so we want the people to 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 check out our product and then also to tell others about it. But we don't want it to be confined to black only. But we want mm-hmm. black to tell everybody and just let this <clears throat> go viral, just like any other business. So since we don't have the millions and millions and millions of dollars to put into marketing and promotion, like Wall Street type businesses, and uh, where they have enormous budgets and stuff. And so, just depending on our people, and now we have this great platform. And and so, this is one of the main points of, of putting things out because now we can get direct feedback from the people. If we have a CD or book or a film. Now you have a chance to actually talk to the producers, the directors, the actors, the writers of the books. And so this Galaxy Talk platform is one of the best platforms that we have because it gives us a chance to talk to the people 
and for them to talk directly back to us as well. So if you know of a business, whether it's there in New York or here in California, share that business with other people, whether it's black, brown, red, yellow, and white, and let's keep these businesses open and let's let them be a part of some statistic of failure. Let's keep it to going. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Andre. I, I just had to throw that in there because there is uh, uh, and, and is well needed um, a gift of unity. Um, it, it is lacking. It is lacking, and there are many different reasons for that. <clears throat> and uh, so I thank you for that, my brother. And now I want to speak with uh, Brother uh, 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 Deacon Brooks and Reverend Gardner, as I said earlier. Um, I, I want you guys to uh, break it down for me. Um, uh, Deacon Brooks is a very spiritual individual, and, and, and Deacon, uh, I'm sorry, Reverend Gardner is a very established, experienced individual. I want to read a couple of spiritual gifts of giving within our scripture um, as I was doing some research. And this goes out to the two of you uh, because I want you guys to tell me your thoughts on this. The first is Romans 12, 6 through 8. And also you, you as well, Deacon Carter. You know, we're all spiritual individuals here. And it goes as such. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. And if it is giving, then give generously, as you said, uh, Deacon Brooks. If it is to lead, um, which is a, a, a lot of something that we all do, if it is to lead, then please do it diligently. And if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. I'm just, I, have a, I have a few of them here, but I want to just jump down to my favorite. Uh, this is Matthew 6, 1 through 4, and it reads accordingly, Watch out. Do not do your good deeds publicly to be admired. This is something you were just talking about, uh, Reverend Gardner. Uh, public, uh, uh, don't do it public, publicly to be admired by others, for you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. When you give to someone in need, don't do as the hip, uh, uh, don't do as the hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogues and streets to call attention to their acts of charity. I tell you the truth, they have received all the reward they will ever get. But when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private, and your father, who sees everything, will reward you. Brothers, please comment on that. Who first? I think that if you have to tell more than two people, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. Yes, sir. If you're, if you're giving, then it'll speak for itself. And if the person that's receiving it is honored in doing it, they'll, they'll tell people on their own fruition. And mm-hmm. um, it's is just like when Trump was in China and uh, the brother Ball got busted for selling the sunglasses. And son, Trump came out publicly and wanted people to thank him for what he did. You don't do mm-hmm. that, man. Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. If, if you help the cat get out of jail, then it'll speak for itself. 
and let mm-hmm. everybody recognize you for your good deed. But now, if you got to go out here and toot your horn, oh yeah, I, I got, I let my African American out of jail. Ah, look what I did. Show me some appreciation. You're doing mm-hmm. it for the wrong reason, dude. The wrong, wrong reason. And then yes, got sir. mad. Then got mad when the father didn't thank him for getting his son out of jail. Well, yeah. all, the, all, right. the, all the things, all the things you need is that you did what you were supposed to do as president. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. brother D. I want I want to go back to the to the first scripture you read in Romans, and okay. and it's it's true that um, God gives us all a level of gift gifts and giftedness, mm-hmm. and he he also um, and and I'm a firm believer that. Um, God's glory shines the most when we are using those gifts that he's given us to our full potential. Mm-hmm. But um, Pablo Picasso um, said it this way. Um, his quote on gifts on giving is that the meaning of life is to find your gift and the purpose of life is to give it away. So, wow. so going right in, in line with the scripture that you read, um, that's truly what it what it's all about. Um, if God mm-hmm. gives us a certain level of of you know of giftedness, and you mm-hmm. know we can only show His glory by by utilizing those gifts to bless His people. Yes, sir. Whether whether they're believers or whether they're non-believers, mm-hmm. see a lot of times in the Christian community, unfortunately, <clears throat> we we only want to bless those that are like-minded, but that's not mm-hmm. what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Jesus went out to the hedges and the highways and the byways, mm-hmm. and, and he made his word available for everybody. Now, whether mm-hmm. you received it or not was up to you, but he gave mm-hmm. it freely. And see, a mm-hmm. lot of times we want to be stingy with our gifts and only mm-hmm. utilize it for those that are like-minded. But that's, mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. not the way it should be. Whatever gifts mm-hmm. God has given us, we have to use it to his glory for all his people. That's right. That's right. That's great, man. And, uh, you know, this goes along right in line. You hit the nail right on the head, my brother. This goes in, in line with what uh, our pastor teaches us. And, 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 and people, we need to understand that our pastor is a teacher. All pastors are teachers. We are teachers. And all you need to do is do some research. Uh, and like I said uh, on Brother Andre's show earlier, forget about our degrees. Forget about our certifications and our licenses, okay? All you need to do is live, experience, do some research, listen, and convey that information. Information is powerful. I'm going to try not to get beside myself right now. But information is powerful. We all can be teachers. This is what Pastor teaches us. Reverend Gardner, you know. Oh, yeah, like-minded people, fellowshipping is great. But he always says, what does he say? Take it outside of this church. Take it outside. Go on the street corners. Brother Andre says some things about the street corner. Uh, 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 Dr. Kwaku says some things about the street corner. I'm from the street corner. You know, I'm just lucky. I'm just a lucky guy. I mean, I shouldn't say lucky. It's not luck. It's blessings. I'm just blessed that God has taken me off of that street corner, off of the outer ring boxing and all this nonsense, and, and, and put me in a place that I can convey information to. Information is powerful. Go ahead, right. Reverend Gardner. All righty. But go back to your scriptures you read in Roman, um, which is a good, it's a, it, that's a powerful one there. You see, what yes, happened, sir. I think what we need to do as Christians, since we're talking about that part, when, when you find out 
our purpose in life. We find out what gift we have. Then we can operate it in the gift to the fullest. But we but we need to find out where we are. Are we the arm or the leg or, or whatever you, whatever <clears throat> gift that God has blessed you with? Then mm-hmm. then you learn how to operate it into the fullest. And, and so when you operate that that gift in, into the fullest, then then the potential is is greater in, in order to reach people and do it. Because then when you operate in the gift that you know that God has placed on your heart, you can go forward mm-hmm. with that. But then if you're trying to do a lot of different things, but what they say, you're a uh, jack of all trade and a master of none, mm-hmm. you can run into a problem. You run into a problem. So many mm-hmm. times it's a good thing to seek the Lord, the Lord uh, uh, about this gift and, and how can I go about uh, uh, establishing myself or where I can be uh, uh, more beneficial to, to the Lord and give him glory and honor in that and, and also be a blessing to the people in church and out of church. Uh, I use myself for example. I make myself uh, available anywhere I go. I go into the grocery store. You see, here's the key: God is love. Yes. Okay. So, so the thing is that when we operate in the love of God has given us in the way He is, then we can also we just by that we are showing that we belong to to the the great Master, the one that. Created us, you know, and the one that that we operate through the universe. God is a, is a, is a great example of, of, of His love. See, what happens many times we don't operate in love. For instance, uh, I, I know preachers. Um, if you don't know them, they're preachers. You won't know they're preachers. Or uh, me, but me, um, I'm not knocking anybody. But I go into the grocery store or parking lot, whatever. I'm saying, good morning. How you doing? You know, you you, you just and they look at me like, this guy is different. Something, what, what's wrong with him? And sometimes people might look at you, think you're crazy. But, and I'm not saying, you, it, yes, it's, you have to use some wisdom. Yes, you, you do use some wisdom. But, but I don't know, no matter where I go, if I'm in the elevator, I can make myself uh, friendly. And friendly is really showing the love of God. So many times what mm-hmm. we do, uh, uh, people don't know who we are, who we belongs to, because sometimes we, we, we're so cold. We so uh, we're so alone. Uh, it's another way I can't think about offhand, but we oh we keep ourselves isolated, and and so mm-hmm. so when we should be showing love, we say, well, I don't want to get near you, uh, you know that kind. Mm-hmm. So, but what mm-hmm. we got to do is learn to show the love that God has given us, and uh, there's a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that and go back to the other one you're talking about, but mm-hmm. um, how you um <coughs> don't. Don't be parading by what you do for people, and that is right. so true. And yes, so the it thing is. is. So the thing is that when when we do do for people, like I said, we shouldn't blow our horn. But but again, yes, right. but, but 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 God is a good God. He's a giving God, and then we yes. have the love and the compassion that 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 we we do have for. You don't have no problem giving. You don't have a problem smiling at somebody. You don't have a problem saying good morning. You don't have a problem saying good night. But but the thing mm-hmm. is that. that once you, it's like, well, John, it's like y'all go, I think, on, on, what night do y'all rehearse it? The men, y- y'all go to rehearse it? Monday. For the, for the Monday. Okay. Monday. Do you not know that we have to rehearse our blessing? We have to practice wow. our blessing. Mm. We have to rehearse. We have and to learn how to. And you know what? I'm, I'm sorry, but you just hit on something because. I practice my blessings too. I practice praying. Um, I yeah. always thought to, to Deacon Carter or 
or, or uh, a Deacon um, Brooks to pray because they, they pray so vividly. That's a great adjective to use, vividly, with regard to praying because you can actually see their prayers. Yeah. And, and, right. and, you know, in the Bible it states that the Lord teaches us how to pray. You know, and, yeah. and, and, and God says, well, when you pray, do this, you know, and, yeah. and, and do that. So yeah. um, I understand. I understand that, what, what you just said, man. I, I just want to, uh, uh, real quickly, I see we have some callers from Connecticut or North New Jersey. Can we go to them, Connecticut? You have, uh, can you unmute them, Brian? Connecticut, uh, you're on. Do you have a question or a comment about tonight's show? Connecticut, you there? Okay. Well, I, I guess you're listening, and that's and that's cool. Um, uh, please continue to listen. Uh, we have some great things going on here. Uh, North New Jersey, are are you there? You have a question or comment? Okay, so we have a couple more listeners. That's fine. That's fine. So, uh, yeah, yeah, um, uh, Reverend Gardner, I understand. Please continue. I understand what you're saying, man. So, so, so the thing is that uh, uh, so. When, when, when we learn how to rehearse our blessing, then we, be, we become more effective. But what happens, we've got to practice somewhere. Anything you mm-hmm. do in this life, if you sing it, you learn how to sing. If, like I say, if you pray, you, 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 you come better praying. If you come out better um, just encouraging people, once you start encouraging mm-hmm. people, it's not a problem trying to encourage people. But whatever it is that God puts on your heart, you have to rehearse that. You have to start yes. somewhere. And yes. This time, Many times what we do, we wait till we get to church or someplace to do that. When we got to be just going with, go in the parking lot, go in the food store, go in the, uh, the dry cleaners, wherever you are, learn how to spread love, learn how to spread joy, learn how to, you know, just to say good morning, how you doing, or how you feeling. You'd be surprised to uh, know how people uh, would respond to that. And I'm, I'm going to say this real quick, this is kind of like a joke, but, but also like it's, it's, it's a point that I it always open my eyes. Years ago, I, was, uh, I worked at a place, and um, everybody said this guy was mean. He was really, really, really mean guy, and um, and and nobody would speak to him. And so he, so one morning, uh, they said, "Don't talk to him because he, he he's mean." So one day I, I said, "I said, good morning. How you feel?" So he said, "Like, uh, what do you care how I feel? You ain't no doctor like that, you know." I said, "Like, wow, what, you know, like, that's what he said." Wow. He said, yeah. Well, you care how I feel. You ain't no doctor. And mm-hmm. you know what? After that, do you know him and I became friends because nobody else was speak to the guy. But I, I, I and so when he said, uh, 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 "What do you care how I feel?" I laughed at him. To me, I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was hilarious. I never heard that. I never heard that kind of response before. So I yeah, laughed. It's it unbelievable. Was, and so he looking at me, and then after after that, him and I started to become friends. So what I'm saying here, <clears throat> sometimes. When people say, uh, "Don't speak to that guy," or "Don't speak to that lady," don't or, or this and that, you got to you got to be careful with that because sometimes when mm-hmm. people don't get along with another individual, they tell you not to do it or tell you don't speak to them. But but mm-hmm. what is the reason why? And then after that, let me, let me get back. Let you guys get back. But after that, after him and I started to talk, guess what? He opened up. He started speaking mm-hmm. to everybody after that. But he needed wow. somebody to break the ice. So the thing is that mm-hmm. that we have to break the ice. We have to be, if we are led by God, then we, then we have to break the ice because we don't but break do you the ice. Realize, do, I'm sorry. Do you realize that you gave him a gift? 
you gave him a gift unknowingly, simply by attempting to exchange pleasantries with him. You gave right. him the gift um, because right. he was uh, obviously uneasy with right. uh, individuals uh, ex- exchanging or, or greetings with him. Right. Um, and, right. and, and then from that conversation, he eased up. Um, mm-hmm. So you gave him the gift of being easy with that and, and, and eliminated uh, or alleviated uh, um, yeah. uh, his uneasiness. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that's the thing. Yes, yes, yes. This is Sabrina. Um, just, I want to ask the question in, in respect to what you just said about, you know, speaking to people and, and sometimes basically catching them off guard because people first need to learn or I would say I was always taught treat people how you want to be treated. A lot of mm-hmm. people take that in retrospect as to treat people how they're treating me. You know, you got you to distinguish between the two. Some people mm-hmm. treat others as if they have been treated. So then mm-hmm. they react to people in that same face value. But maturity and growth in God teaches you just like Jesus was. He wasn't afraid to walk anywhere. He wasn't afraid to go approach anyone, at, even at his age, as young as he was. And in all people, that gift that he gave us already, that we already have within us, mm-hmm. you are to reveal it to those. And you said practice it. I agree with practicing it, but also agree with just renewing your mind that what he says you are, you are, and how you display what he says you are is who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's the gift that you give to people when you see them. You should never, I mean, you know, even though people sometimes do react differently because they're not used to, as you say, but the more people are taught to within themselves love themselves, they're able Mm -hmm. to express that, and that is the gift that you give to each and every other person without even having to wrap it or unwrap it. Wow. Hallelujah. Wow. Thank you, Sabrina. That's a great point. Uh, did, did you hear and, that? And, I mean, that's a great yeah, point. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brother D, the sister raises a very, very uh, valid <laughs> point um, because the one thing that, that we teach, and especially, um, you know, doing all the orientations um, at my job and having new hires come in, the one thing that we teach them when we go over um, respect <laughs> is that um, and I always throw the question out because I want to hear what people think about um, respect and how you're supposed to be treated. And I always get different answers, but I always get the one answer that is common in every orientation that I've ever done, and that's people say, well, um, treat people the way they want to be treated. And I say, yeah, that's true, but let's take it a step further, all right, um, the way you want to be treated, rather. But I say, let's take it a step further. What if we treat people the way they want to be treated? Because mm-hmm. I may not want to be treated the way that Brother D wants Absolutely. to be treated or the Absolutely. way that Deacon Carter wants to be treated. But the, <clears throat> but the key to that is, and the furtherance of that is, that you treat people the way they want to be treated, and then you understand how they want to be treated. Because, see, everybody is, is not the same. And I'm a firm believer, one of my mantras in life is, that I'm not responsible for how people treat me, but I am mm-hmm. responsible for how I treat people. Absolutely. I can't, man. Is- I, can't, I, I can't control how you treat me, but I can control how I treat people. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, I, you know yeah. what, man? Uh, uh, again, uh, you and Sabrina um, made some really, really great points. That's something that we, we need to remember what these guys just said. 
and and you're absolutely right. You cannot control people. You can you can influence people, and you can yeah. only influence people by your behaviors right. and others and other things, yeah. uh, uh, other uh, variables. But you cannot control people, so you can't control the way they treat you. But that's very interesting. I, you know what, guys? W- within all my experience, I, 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 I just love that because don't treat people the way you want to be treated, but treat them the way they want to be treated. And you know what? You have to, you have to really like key up on people. You have to have a quality of listening, a quality of reflective right. listening right. to right. understand right. how right. this person wants, right. and not only wants, but needs right. to be treated. You know, um, so Absolutely. I think that's fantastic. Thank you, fellas, and and, and thank um, you, young lady. Well, thank you, Sabrina, for that. Yes, sir. Well, John, I, I, yes, sir. I, I hope I hope I'm not implying that there's somebody that I, that I I'm saying you have to force yourself on somebody. That is not what I said. I'm not saying you have to force yourself on anybody or or make anybody become who you are. All all I'm saying is that <laughs> if I'm a Christian, like I say I'm a Christian, then I I don't matter who I am. I, I got to show the love of God in me. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you I can can't make it. anybody. Huh? I can dig it. I can dig it. it. I understand. I understand. And mm-hmm. you, can't make, you, you can't change nobody. Sometimes we can't even change ourselves. So how are we going to change somebody else? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sometimes right. we, we need help. Oh, oh. We need help ourselves. So so how can we change anybody? <clears throat> but, but 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 my point, but my, from my experience, my point, I'm saying that mm-hmm. if God is love, then I got to show love. And it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I'm going to be the same uh, that I'm not going to receive the same the same thing back, but I can't go tip a tap. I, I, I can't, you know, if, if some people say, well, well, if he don't speak to me, I ain't going to speak to him. Well, if she don't speak to me, I ain't going to speak to her. That kind of thing. And I'm saying that, that that's bad when 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 we first now you, you mm-hmm. become just like the mm-hmm. world because what happens? You know, so suppose the Lord said I'm mad with you. You didn't act right, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to hear your prayer today. I'm not going to listen mm-hmm. to what you got to say. So so all I'm saying here. Is that, is that, listen, the more I, let me, let me just say another point. The more that I read and study God's word, the more that I have to put myself in check. I can't put nobody, I'm putting myself in check. And so when I put myself in check, then I can align myself in, in line with, the, with, with God's word, and I can become a more effective uh, uh, person in, in the Lord. And here's another thing, I'm going to say this. I, I'm, we are attending a church. And mm-hmm. some people in church don't even know my name. But you know what they come to me and say? Man of God. That's all they say. You, mm-hmm. How you doing, man of God? Now, mm-hmm. now, how, now how, they, how do they know I'm a man of God without even uh, talking to them? They, they, they don't talk to me. We don't hang out together with them. Guess what? Every one of us has something about us that, 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 that sends a signal to people. Kind of like you know, like who you are, and like I said, there's some, there's some, there's some wisdom, and in, in your, in your, also your demeanor. Our demeanor says a lot about how we are and who belongs to. Sometimes it's right, sometimes it's wrong. Well, for, for the most part, uh, each one of us has some kind of character. And again, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm talking about a lot about character. So what I'm saying here, listen, I have never advocated forcing anybody to do anything they want to do. I was trying to make no, we, people. We, I, I definitely understand that. It, it, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, listen, let's not confuse that with the fact that you are a very influential individual and that you uh, you influence individuals, and that's okay. And um, let me just say this also just to uh, clear a little bit of the air 
with that. Um, you see, most most uh, of, of of the people, uh, you know, we say, you know, um, treat people as if as how you want to be treated, because you want to treat yourself very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to treat others very well because you want to treat people the way you treat yourself. However, it's been brought into the conversation that treat people the way they want to be treated, not the way you treat yourself. Uh, and mm-hmm. I can understand that too. It's a very thin line, but we yes. have to uh, we have to keep exactly. an open mind about that. We have to keep yes. an open mind about it, even though it's a very micro thin line. We have mm-hmm. to keep an open mind about it because we need to understand that this world um, has imps in it. Uh, there, there is a such thing as Satan, and uh, even Satan believes in God. Uh, think about yeah. it. Read about it. Uh, but yeah. you have some individuals who do not treat themselves well. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, when I was younger, I didn't treat myself well. You know, I was out hanging out. I was partying. I was drinking. I was doing this. I was doing that. And you got cats, man, that are older than me right now who have not learned the meaning of wisdom or sagacity um, or experience and still do not treat themselves well. They treat Mm -hmm. themselves horribly. They do drugs. Mm -hmm. They shoot dope. They they drink um, 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 all kinds of things they do. Um, They they, they are sociopaths. So you cannot cannot, um, equate that. Uh, treating people the way you treat yourself because some people don't treat themselves well. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I I equate that with myself because I treat myself well. Mm -hmm. That's why Mm -hmm. it's it's mine. But it's a golden rule in the Bible. It's treat people Mm -hmm. how you want to be treated. Now, it's not how you hope to be treated, how you wish to Mm -hmm. be treated, how you were raised to be treated. It's treat people how you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. And I treat myself well, and therefore I Mm -hmm. want to treat others well. Absolutely. I, absolutely. But, I, I, I and, totally and understand that. I don't feel that there's a, as he said, what did you say, pushing yourself on people or whatever. If that's not, is being, being, um, being nice, to put it mildly, is not pushing yourself on people. If you have respect for yourself, then you have respect for others, whether you know them or not. Mm-hmm. 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 And having that's respect true. for yourself projects the maturity and the growth of you spiritually towards anybody when they see you. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So they won't have Absolutely. a problem saying calling you a man of God no more than they have a problem calling me a woman of God because it is a it is a it's a it's a slang so to speak, but it's a title that means that you are either mature in a way that they would like to be or they almost understand that you can't that you are and they've mm-hmm. read about <clears throat> and all you can do is show that to them, and that means that your gift is being revealed. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's important. Because isn't that like what that. we're talking like about, that. the gift, correct? Yes, yes absolutely. I so like that. You understand you... when I say that I treat people, and that's how I was raised, because, I mean, you know, when my when my grandmother was teaching us the Bible, she taught it, per se, how they knew in the old school, up until the point that even she knows now scholarly, but just the same it was when you treat people how you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You treat people as if you are what he says you are. Mm-hmm. A child is mm-hmm. a special person with a special purpose. Therefore, you are a special gift, and you are you have gifts to give to others. 
And and I don't, I mean, I, um, maybe I'm misunderstanding what he's saying when, uh, and maybe you might have misunderstood what I said, but that's what I meant by treating people how I want to be treated. Well, you know what, I think that treating people how you want to be treated is uh, the consensus. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I wanna uh, throw this out to Brother we, Brooks now, because I know he can. Now, how you want to be treated. I'm not saying how you actually treated yourself. I can dig it. I understand. I understand. That. Okay, I'm saying understand how you want to be treated. Meaning, you wanted that mom and dad to love you and hug or, you and or, kiss or you every single treated, day. Right. Mm-hmm. Let me just throw this so, out to Brooks because okay. I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying there's a thin line because um, uh, Brooks, uh, you, you'll know what I'm saying because I agree. Because I treat myself very well, and I think that's the consensus of the world, of the world. Though you have a small minority of individuals, when you think about the population of the world, that treat themselves horribly. However, the consensus, the majority, treats, treats themselves well. Um, when Brooks, when you interview individuals, you treat them the way you want to be treated. You treat them with respect, because respect is not something that automatically comes to you. Uh, respect is demanded because you respect that individual. You respect yourself, respect that individual, so you treat them as you want to be treated. But then once they're in, uh, in the, inside the company, okay, there is also another consensus. Okay, you need to treat your employees well, so then you treat your employees the way they want to be treated as far as the policies and procedures are concerned. Brooks, help me out with that. You agree or what? Oh, absolutely. And listen, there's no right or wrong in terms of, you know, treat uh, people the way you want to be treated. Obviously, everybody wants to be treated well, but then again, not everybody does want to be treated well. Because as, right. as you said, Brother D, there are some individuals who don't treat themselves well. So, right. so our goal is to broaden the scope and mm-hmm. to say that, listen, you know, we're not, we're not trying to, to, you know, pigeonhole it as to, um, you know, to, to keep it only based on your perception of yourself, but right. to look at it in a, in a broad view to say, okay, what, what our desire is, is to treat people the way they want to be treated. And again, assuming that they want to be treated well and mm-hmm. to understand how they want to be treated because there's also a word that comes into play called inclusion and Mm -hmm, within mm -hmm. inclusion is the word absolutely and and in order to have an environment that works for everybody is to have that inclusion and then to have that mutual respect and also to understand because um part part of part of um of inclusion is another word and that's called diversity and within diversity you have people of many different cultures, right? And everybody is different. We practice different religions. You know, we right. eat different foods. Um, you know, we, there, there's a lot of things that come into play. So with, with, when you're within uh, a community of people, um, then it does behoove us to try to understand, you know, because treating, treating somebody well, from my standpoint, might not be the same from their standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's why I say it's it's not wrong to say, well, pe- pe- treat people the way that they that I want to be treated. But I also, when I when I throw that question out at my orientation, I also hear people say, well, give respect, give respect. Well, you know yeah. what? That that's that's cool in the street mentality, 
right? But in a work environment, it's going to be different because let's be honest, we have some leaders in positions that don't always give you respect. Mm-hmm. So, so, mm-hmm. but, but, but again, that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mandate or give you the the right to say, well, I'm going to disrespect this person because they're disrespecting <clears throat> me. You know, right. we we have to be one up um, mm-hmm. on on that on that. And as I said, if you come at me sideways, I'm still going to come at you front ways. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm not <laughs> responsible for for you coming sideways <clears throat> at me, but I'm responsible for my response unto you. Yes. Right. Yes. 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 And and you know what, guys? Um, and, and with with regard to what Sabrina was talking about, um, because uh, the topic of this discussion is spiritual giving. Um, this, I, I believe that That's the spiritual gift, the spiritual gift, is to treat people the way you want to be treated. And it's just the topic of the discussion. Unfortunately, the world is not perfect, and when God was, and, and and when the Lord was here. When the Lord was here, he knew. That's why he came here. That's why God sent Jesus to us, because the world is not perfect. Um, and, 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 and they killed him. He had enemies. But the spirit of the, uh, the spirit, the uh, topic of discussion is spiritual gifts. And people with spiritual gifts are, are, are given that blessing by the Lord. And they have a, they have a giving, they, they have an innate ability to see the needs of others. And and right. they have the resources to help them. That's why we. That's why the consensus is treating uh, individuals the way you want them to be treated. I just want to say real quickly that three areas most people think about when it comes to the spiritual gift of, gift of giving is providing um, abilities, resources of time, like Brian said. But sometimes this gift is just described as a monetary gift uh, provided to the church or ministry. But it really means to give of whatever you have. To help yeah, that's right. Well, that's right, brother John. Yes, sir. Uh, brother John, listen, you you hit that one because, like I say, like I say, it's not it's not all time money or whatever. But but let, let mm-hmm. me. I, one time I I applied for a job, pretty good job. And I, do you know they interviewed me like four times before they hired me? And mm. the three interviews they did to me is that how do you get along with people? How do you get along with people? You know, and that's key, mm-hmm. how you get mm-hmm. along with people. Absolutely. Because, because if you can't get along with people, I don't care who it is, save or unsave, you know, circle away, you're going to have a problem. And not, not only that, you're going to have a problem, the company is going to have a problem. Because, you mm-hmm. know, so I'll, I'll say, this, say this. So I've learned in this life, every time, because you treat somebody right, that it's not, don't mean they're going to treat you right back. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like I say, you said before, you, you gave some soups and stuff to the church and, and some some of the guys look at this stuff and laugh at it. So like, you know, who wants that stuff? You know what I mean? So sometimes mm-hmm. when you give, when you do your best, when you give your best, somebody's going to slap you in the face. But guess what? Mm-hmm. You can't, like the brother was saying before, you can't go tip for tap. You got to turn around and keep on doing it. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you if, if you if you uh, uh, get mad and boil your fist up and want to cuss them out, guess what? You have lost the battle already. So the thing mm-hmm. is that Listen, I've been slept in the face many times about things, and my heart has been broken and hurt, but, but then i got to realize that who I'm serving and who I belong to. And, mm-hmm. and once I see that, then i got to get back on track. Yeah, do, do I get hurt? Yes, I get hurt. Do, do people say things to me that I don't like? Yes, they do. And, and sometimes I've, did, I've done the same thing. But in this life, we must go on. We, we must continue to do the mission that God has called us to do. We cannot yeah. allow... 
a certain individual that don't really care for us or whatever the case might be. Listen, there's going to be some bumps in the road for all of us. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Because you hit bumps in the road that don't make you stop doing what you got to do, you still have to continue. Because if, mm-hmm. if you, I, me, as a young black man growing up in the South, I have many, mm-hmm. many, many reasons to hate white people because of what they did to me and my family. But guess what? I turned that around. And so some of, some of the best uh, employers I've had, it was white and different races, but they've been good to me. I can go to their house. I can go to their home and sit down and, you know, so, so I turned that around. So all I'm saying here, I, listen, I was a bad boy one time. When I first got saved, mm-hmm. if you cuss me, I would cuss you. If you talk mm-hmm. junk to me, I would talk junk to you. That's what I was. Because, hey, hey, I guess what? Yes, sir. I was, I was unlearned. I didn't know what God right, was right, saying. Right, right, right. So, 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 so as I began to grow in God's word and apply his word to my life, then, then I became, then I, I, I changed. I become more, I wasn't so touchy. I came where, <coughs> where I, I didn't go tip the cap. So all I'm saying is, listen, I don't care how many people bump me uh, across me. I have a mission that God had put me on, and I was mm-hmm. not turning around. God been too good to me. And I, I listen, and I listen, <coughs> I, what do you say? Um, I love you. And then nothing you can do about it. That's what I'm going to stop with that. <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, Brooks uh, uh, had said something like that earlier um, in Sabrina, too, and I'll, I'll bring you guys to it. Uh, Brooks and I, uh, 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 Deacon Brooks, had invited me over to his house. He and his lovely wife uh, invited myself and my wife over to his house on Thanksgiving. <clears throat> we had a wonderful time. Um, uh, good food, good fellowship, good conversation. It was really, really nice. We appreciated mm-hmm. it. And um, uh, uh, part of the conversation was <clears throat> that uh, the brother lives in, in a particular part of New Jersey that I had visited um, in my younger days. And I was telling him that, <clears throat> you, know, right, you know, very near to his home, uh, there used to be a nice little place where we used to congregate. Wouldn't really call <laughs> it fellowship. I was just congregating. Where you drink and for that so, and Brooks was telling me, well, you know what, brother, I probably rub shoulders with you there because I used to visit that establishment myself. On the like, regular, okay. on the regular. <laughs> on the regular, right, right, right. I mean, you know, you notice I didn't mention where you lived or what, what street that was on. That's, that, that's not important. <laughs> but still, all, you know, we used to be there, you know, drinking and hooping and hollering and things of that sort. And um, so, you know, we don't do that anymore. And like Sabrina said, you know, um, it, it's 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 also a matter of maturity. And yes. I, I don't forget things. And so we don't do that anymore. And, and once you get to that point, then you can understand all of this, Reverend Gardner, what you were just talking right. about. Right. So that is yeah. very, very important to me. So I want to throw this out to everyone because we uh, – we we as a, we as adults and uh, you know uh, in our forties, fifties, sixties have uh, children and perhaps grandchildren, and we 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 should say and we should put out there what are our youth and others learning from this? What are some of the mm-hmm. things we need to teach them uh, about this? Because as I read those scriptures, uh, ladies and gentlemen, one of the scriptures indicated that we are. Uh, whatever God calls you to be, uh, whether it's uh, uh, teachers, I think that was Matthew, 
Um, I yeah. was talking about was it Matthew? Uh, no, it was Romans. Um, that was Romans. That was Romans. It was, it was Romans. You know, um, and and you made a point too. Uh, this is a great show. I'm just loving this, man. I can go on the night. Um, you know, um, whatever God calls you to be, you need to be. Um, and uh, you should not be a jack of all trades and a master of few, or a master right. of none. Um, yeah. But but if you're process, prophesying, then prophesy. Um, but right. um, if if you're encouraged to lead, then lead diligently. But right. what are we going to teach our children? What do they need to do? What do they need to know? Because I'm a firm believer that God has put me on this earth to lead, and I do it diligently. But I uh, understand that it's not just leadership that uh, or or the title. It's about being a servant leader. Guys, y'all know yeah. what I'm talking about. Right. It's about being yeah, a servant okay. leader. It's about serving yeah. first yeah. and then leading. And we need right. to do that diligently. And in leading, you can teach and you mm. can encourage. Okay? Yes. Well, so, so what are some – I just throw that out there, but what are some things – because this platform is to help others and, and it's to help youth – what do we need to teach our children growing up with regard to the spirit of giving? You lead by an example. That's what you do. That's the best thing mm-hmm. you do. Mm. Because you can, you can tell people a lot of stuff, but listen, but, but if, if I say <laughs> I'm a good painter, I should be able to paint. I should people should mm-hmm. say, uh, well, who painted that wall there? Oh, that, that, that was that painter, the guy said he can paint, and, and it looks all messed up. I, whatever I do in this life, you know, like I said in the, even in the church, I used to say, you know, if I'm a, if I'm gonna be an usher, I want to be I want to be the best usher. If I'm passing out fans, guess what? If nobody is nobody gonna pass out the fans like I do. I'm I'm, I'm gonna ask the Lord to give me uh, um, a special gift that I that I can do with with, with humility and and with love and with grace. You know what I'm saying? So all I'm saying mm-hmm. is, listen, we can preach all we want, we can talk all we mm-hmm. want, but guess what? Mm-hmm. We lead by example. And That's so, true. So don't, That's true. Don't, so don't matter what we say in this life today or tomorrow, guess what? We mm-hmm. have to practice what we preach and, and, and mm-hmm. live what we say and do what we say. Mm-hmm. We can, mm-hmm. uh, I'll go back to what you said. Uh, you say, like what I said, about James Brown said uh, years ago, this song, um, he'd be talking out loud and saying nothing. You know what I mean? That's right. Talking out loud. That's right. We got to mean what we say. We got to mean what we say and do what we say. Mm-hmm. And I believe when we do that, the young people <laughs> see that. Uh, no mm-hmm. matter who, somebody's going to see that. When you're a man, when you're a man or woman of your word, uh, then you can see uh, people uh, gravitate towards you differently because then they're going to become inquisitive. Listen, you, you know, like I, I know you do such a thing. Uh, how do you do that? Uh, you know, so people mm-hmm. grumpy, but but you know, guess what? If but if you're grumpy and mm-hmm. antisocial and you, mm-hmm. and you hard to reach and 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 you sometimes uh, one day you say good morning, the next day you say Rrr. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People say like, oh, what's going on with this this guy? This one. So all I'm saying, you listen. Something you said years uh, a while back. We got to be consistent mm-hmm. in this life. Yes, we got we got to be consistent. You know, if we if we uh, serving peanuts. We got to be consistent serving peanuts. We, we can't mm-hmm. say, well, today, listen, I ain't doing that today or tomorrow. I'm mm-hmm. not doing that tomorrow. But whatever we're we doing, we got to be consistent in what we do in this life and no matter what it is. Listen, uh, Brother John, I'm, I, I, I know you, you, you're here, but I want to say something to what the brother was talking about, the business, um, the black business. You don't mind? Uh, no, no, I don't mind. He, he, he's he's yeah, no longer yeah. on the line right now. 
Yeah. But, 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 but you can say it for our benefit. Please do. So, so the, the thing is that uh, the company that I worked for for 28 years, one of the best things that made the company great was having good employees. Because mm-hmm. if you had good, good employees, uh, the employees will make your business, really. I mean, you can be owner of the business, but guess what? You need people in your business that are able to accommodate people when they come or, or, or mm-hmm. your waiter be the waiter or your uh, cook be the best cook or whatever the, whatever the business might be, you need people to be able to handle the public the right way. Because when you do right. that, people, uh, the word of mouth is going to get around. And uh, so, so, so sometimes uh, uh, we in black business, um, we don't do the right thing. Sometimes we want to get our cousin, and uh, we know our cousin ain't right. You know what I mean? We want to. We want. Mm-hmm. And then when, when when the people we put around us, uh, our business don't go like it should go. Then we then we we say what happened. So many times, like I say, you said we said we should have a variety of people working for us. Guess what? You need to get the best employee that gonna help your business, whether he's black or white. But the, but the same token, I'm gonna cut it short here. I work for quite a few uh, black employees, employers, and one of the things I've known to do. They don't like to pay well, and I'm not saying. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you got a good employee, and they and they they're gonna help your company, you got to take care of them. And, and mm-hmm. listen, you might be scrap a little bit, but guess what? You got to find a way to keep those employees because what happens when you got good employees is gonna make your business grow. And I work for people. I work for a, 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 I don't want to call the name of the company. Mm-hmm. And when I asked for a raise, guy went in here. He hid for a whole week for me. Uh, we first we talked by the raise, and we discussed it. But then after that, after that for a week, he, he hid from me. He I, I couldn't couldn't find him. So guess what? I made a decision based on what I need to do. Well, if he if that's what he feels, then I don't need to be here. But so all I'm saying here, listen, it, it, it works both ways. We want to be want to we want to patronize our business, but the same token, the the, the the black owner has to make sure that he gets the right people around him. That can can help his business because people will make your business grow. The, the owner can be good, but guess what? But if you mm-hmm. got people that that can't handle your business right or don't know mm-hmm. what they're doing, they're gonna hurt your That's, business real bad. Uh, definitely okay, understand that. Definitely understand that. Want to go uh, to Brian real quick? Brian, the same question. What are some of the uh, uh, the things that we need to teach our youth with regarding to spiritual giving? What do you think, brother? Well. <clears throat> Um, as as um, Proverbs twenty seven seven says, um, as iron sharpens iron. No, twenty seven seventeen. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. So um, whether we're believers or not, our interaction with others should be the most important of our, our most important aspect of our Christian life. I mean, I know when I was. Working, I've retired. <laughs> when I was working, I told my employees, "Let me tell you something. When somebody comes to this window, you don't know what they're going through. You don't know That's what right. kind of day they're having. So right. you need to treat them with respect, no matter what. No matter right. how they treat you, you need to treat them with respect. And mm-hmm. you know, it, it worked. It worked with my employees because you know, before then, people would lash out at other customers across the counter and right. hold it. That's not right. what we're here for. We're not yes. here to treat them 
like we treat our friends out on the street. These mm-hmm. people are coming in here for business, and we're going to act like people that are in a business sense. So as we were talking, to, as you, as people were talking about before, I want you to treat them the way you want to be treated when you go into a store. If you mm-hmm. want to be treated, you want to be treated with respect. I want you to treat the customers the same way. Mm-hmm. But if we, as if we, and getting back to the spirituality aspect, if we as Christians, we should be able to treat whoever it may be with respect, just because that's who we are, and we need to show them that that's how we, that's who we are, and that might rub off on them. I agree with that one hundred percent. Wow, that's a good point, man. That goes back to what Sabrina was talking about. I mean, again, and again, and I can understand that because, again, the consensus, and I believe the consensus of our society, of the world, is that because the majority of people want to treat themselves well, even uh, drug addicts or alcoholics, uh, it, it gets to a point where it's not fun anymore. Uh, you don't want to do anything uh to uh, that's detrimental to your body or your mind or your heart or your soul. Um, so uh, the consensus is to treat themselves well. Um, so, Sabrina, we have, uh, again, we all have children and grandchildren, and what do you think? Are you still there? I hope you are. Uh, that yeah, I, have, I actually have something I want to read, and then I'm just going to give you one word that I actually – well, I say it one sentence that I um I've been giving to my daughters lately because I have one that she's uh, older but she's also growing, so we have mm-hmm. to talk about this. But um, a writer, Samuel Ullman, or this young person I I'm not really familiar with, but I just been reading few scripts here and there, and he wrote, "Maturity is the ability to think, speak, and act your feelings within the bounds of dignity. The measure of your maturity is how spiritual you become during the midst of your frustration." I feel like what my my simple sentence to them is the gift that you give will also be the gift that you receive. That means whatever you put out. Wow. That's what, what you're going to get back. Wow. And you you know it's So when you put out good, you give good. You get mm-hmm. yeah. karma. Sometimes and even if you end up getting bad, that might be because like Deacon Carter just said, you don't know what a person is going through, but you can best believe there is no one situation worse than yours or worse <laughs> than theirs. I mean, there's mm-hmm. no one situation, excuse me, that's more different than yours or more different than theirs, meaning your situation mm-hmm. is probably not the worst one, and neither mm-hmm. is theirs. But at that moment, when they're having that, that time, then it is. So whatever way you can embrace yourself to become more spiritual and more collective in that, in that, that gift that I said God gave you, which is peace. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. respect and virtue, morals, and everything else that you need to try to hold yourself together. I have to remind myself of this because renewing of the mind is, is very important to me. And I, I, I do it over and over all day long mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you encounter things in your workplace, can I just, on, in mm-hmm. the car, wherever mm-hmm. you can think of. But what I would, anything I ever suggested to kids, even the ones that, that, you know, I drove a school bus, I've been a substitute teacher, like I said, and I've, I've taught the kids and they actually like to talk to me. Whatever you want out of life, be sure that you're able to give it as well. Hallelujah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can I just ask you, where did you, uh, where'd you get that from? Where'd you read that? Which part? What I just said? Yes. That was me. <laughs> no, the, reading, you the just, reason that you that The you maturity started. part came from um, Allman. 
Came from where? You talking about that first, the first thing I said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the first thing I read was uh, from uh, Samuel Ullman. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, that was real cool. I want to I wanna, uh, check a look that, at that. The, what what uh, Sabrina just said goes back to just what I was talking about. And I know for a fact that there are times like, um, and we, 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 we call ourselves spiritual, spiritual beings, spiritual people, but you'll be riding around, just for instance, you'll be riding around in the car and something will happen and automatically, <coughs> excuse me, you come out of that spiritualness and your flesh takes over and you have to draw yourself back, like she just said, from, mm-hmm. from saying or emoting something that is not is not your your basic basic um basic build up or basic belief because you know what we're all fleshly beings and our flesh yeah. sometimes does do the talking yeah. but we have to we have to beat that flesh into submission each and every day mm. Mm. I, like that. I got one more <laughs> and this one is very mm. simple and it actually came from Henry Van Dyke bless his heart Gratitude is the inward feeling of kindness received. Thankfulness is the natural impulse to express that feeling. Thanksgiving is the following of that impulse. Wow. Did everybody get that? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, I did get it, and I just want to say that. Um, can you guys still hear me? Because I came out of my headphones for a moment. Can you guys hear mm-hmm. me? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. I just want to say that. Um, once again, Sabrina, you know, I, I really appreciate I'm sure everyone does uh, appreciate uh, what, what you're giving us right now because, again, information is power. Information um, is something that we all need to do and, and share and convey to one another. Um, so that was really powerful. Um, and uh, even if it's more objective than subjective, it still comes from a deep contemplative cogitative place. So in other words, someone sat down and, and thought it through from mm-hmm. their own from information that was given given to them and then penned it. So um I, I think that's fantastic. I think we all need to appreciate that. Thank you. Commercial break. Commercial break. We we got so deep, uh, brother brother Brooks <laughs> Yeah, deep, I forgot about that, man. Please, Brother Brooks, bring us in with a with a station break. <laughs> well, I know normally a station break is in the middle of the show. <laughs> We've been up for an hour and a half. <laughs> so this is not really a break. This is just kind of uh, information that is good for everybody. But once again, you are listening to In This it's Place cool uh, right here on Global uh, uh, Galaxy uh, Talk Radio. <laughs> and again, our parent company is T25CL Entertainment. The website is www.t25cl.com. And again, um, if this is your your first time, and for those that might just be listening in, um, Galaxy Talk Radio has uh, a number of talk shows, um, and our topics range everything from spirituality to entertainment to uh, current events, social and political issues, health and wellness, um, youth empowerment like our show, and uh, we want you to go on and, and listen to um, to all these shows when you have the opportunity on Monday. 
There's Compton Politics on Tuesday, Straight Talk with the Hired Brush on Wednesday, uh, Rosalind's Corner. On Thursday, there's Soul Vibrations. On Friday, Keys to the Kingdom and also Friday Night Confessions. And then on Saturdays, our Galaxy Chief Andre Ward Show, United We Stand, um, before us, and then our show on um, every Saturday, 4 o'clock p.m. in this place. And along with the talk shows, there's a number of um, talented artists that are on T25CL Entertainment website that you can go on to and listen to, purchase their products. Um, not only um, everything from jazz to hip-hop to um, gospel music, but also spoken word. And then there's also some producers and, and um, film writers that, that um, are on the site. So we really want you to go on to the website and check it out. And as we like to say here on our show, um, as we continue our quest to entertain, enhance, enlighten, educate, and inspire, that T25CL Entertainment is not just a company. It is truly an experience. Oh, man, you do that so well. <laughs> you do that so well. Thank you so much, Deacon Brooks. I really appreciate it. Hey, Sabrina, thank you for reminding us that we needed to have a station break. But you know what? This, this, uh, this topic has gone so far, you know, and, and it's, it, it's been so deep and it's been so enlightening um, that we had to go ahead with it, with it, um, I should say. But um, I, I think we're going to save some more. We're going to save the rest until next week. What do you guys think? Let's save the rest until next week. Super. And, sounds, uh, sounds good because uh, as as we draw closer to um, Christmas holiday, um, mm-hmm. there, there are some things that I think that, that we definitely need to uh, to talk about and, and discuss. You know, um, I heard one writer put it like this where he said that Christmas is the only time of year you can sit in front of a dead tree and eat candy out of a sock. <laughs> but those of wow. us that are that are Christians, um, we we know that there is no nothing really stated about celebrating <laughs> quote unquote Christmas in the Bible. Um, but we do celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And when you talk about things that we can teach the youth, I think mm-hmm. we definitely have to discuss um, about getting having them help have a true meaning of what Christmas really means to those of us that are believers and followers of our Lord and Savior. So that's something that I think we definitely can can chop up and peel back um, next show and as we draw closer to um, to Christmas Day. Christmas Day, our Lord and Savior's birthday. I thank you so much for that, uh, Deacon Brooks. Um, I just want to go down the line very quickly. I have North New Jersey on the phone. And the, any closing remarks, North New Jersey? Is that me? Okay. Yes. Just remember, it's not all about what you get. It's all about what you got. Mm-hmm. It's all about what Amen. you got. Yes. Yes. Amen. And I think uh, all about what you got is what God has given us. So let's Amen. convey that and let's transfer it to everyone else in the world. Connecticut, do you have any last comments or uh, questions or anything of that sort? Okay. All right, well, well, uh, fellas, I will see you in the morning in church. Uh, Reverend Gardner, I hope to see you soon and talk to you soon again. Uh, okay. Guys, you have any last remarks, Reverend uh, Gardner? Uh, I'd like to read uh, Hebrew ten twenty four, if you don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind at all. Please do. 
It says, let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to do good works. Can we say it again? Yes, sir. Oh, my, I'm on my uh, board here. It just disappears. <laughs> I'm on my uh, tablet. On my tablet. And just quickly okay. just disappeared. But, uh, so anyway, uh, it's pretty much saying this. I mean, we got to love one another, and this is sometime in discussion. What the Bible says, also the Scripture says, come, come let us reason together, and all I get is mm-hmm. understanding. So they, they, when you have a discussion, everybody is not going to always be on the same page. But the main mm-hmm. thing that we can disagree, but disagree with respect. And that's all I would say to anybody, you know what I mean? So, so and, and I love discussing things and topics, that, that, which is uh, – Gonna benefit people and me. Uh, listen, like I say, the Lord brought me, me, from a mighty long ways. Because if y'all had met me thirty years ago, mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to talk to me too long. Because, because, because listen, there was things coming coming out of my mouth that was not good. And so I, I, I mm-hmm. think the, I don't think the devil would would, would, would want me around him too much. But that's how bad I was. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. I would say some stuff, but but I thank God. And the, say, uh, 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 that the people say, the Lord has brought me from a mighty, mighty, mighty long way. And listen, yes, sir. Thank, and love, thank God and for And delivery. I love people. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry? Mm-hmm. So I, I, just, I, I just want I, to I just, say, I, Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm done. I, I just want to say thank God for deliverance, man, because we've all been delivered from one thing right. or another. And I want to speak to your last uh, 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 scripture. Um, which is when you were talking about love, and uh, I want to I want to go right to very quickly John fifteen twelve through thirteen, um, and it it reads, "This is my commandment: love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends, and we know right. who laid down their life on Calvary." That's right. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Yes, Lord. Say it again. Yes, Amen. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So thank you, everyone, for, for joining us in this place uh, with myself, with Deacon Ron Brooks and Deacon Brian Carter. Uh, this was a very powerful show. It's fantastic. I truly look forward to speaking with each and every one of you next Saturday. Have a blessed night, everyone. Be blessed. Be blessed. God bless you. God bless. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.